Okay, this is locally advanced cervical cancer, key trials. First is GOG 120, Rose et al., New England Journal, 1999. Phase three randomized trial, over 500 patients. Everybody got pelvic RT, and then randomization was to one of these three arms. Concurrent cisplatin, 40 milligrams per meter squared every week. Cis, 50 milligrams per meter squared, day one and 29. 5-FU, four milligrams per meter squared, day one and 29. Hydroxyurea, two milligrams, two grams per meter squared orally twice a week, just before RT, weeks one through six. Third arm, hydroxyurea alone at three grams per meter squared, twice weekly, just before RT, weeks one through six. So to keep it simple, cis alone with RT, cis 5-FU hydroxyurea with RT, hydroxyurea with RT. Women with 2B to 4A, locally advanced here. Cervix cancer were included. Para-aortic lymph nodes needed to be negative. Overall survival and progression-free survival were the endpoints. Results, PFS and OS was greater in both the cisplatin-containing arms compared to hydroxyurea. There were more toxicities in the cis-5-FU hydroxyurea arm compared with cis-arm, which was better tolerated. The conclusion, treatment with cis alone was less toxic then treatment with three drug regimen and should be standard drug for RT for locally advanced cervix cancer. That was GOG 120, Rose et al. Next study. NAM et al, 2013. This was a phase two trial comparing with a historical cohort. Women with Cervical cancer, locally advanced, no prior treatment, who weren't doing well. They were older age, greater than 60, had impaired renal function or existing renal disease, or performance status ECOG 2-3. So really not a great performance status in general. Looking at carbo with RT, carbo 100 milligrams per meter squared, or CIS-RT, 40 milligrams per meter squared. That was the historic cohort. The creatinine clearance needed to be 40 mLs per minute to receive carbo, compared with 50 mL per minute for CIS. So 60 patients were enrolled 
or eligible and 51 were enrolled, small group of women. They were matched to a historic cohort of women who had received CIS-RT. The women in this phase two study received carbo 100 milligrams per meter squared with their RT. They noted response rates similar, 50% with the carbo, 62 with CIS. Overall, no difference in their response between carbo and CIS. No statistically significant differences in recurrence or overall survival. Rate of toxicity was similar. Carbo had more thrombocytopenia. CIS had more nausea, vomiting, and fatigue. No difference in heme toxicity. Conclusion, CARBO-RT and CIS-RT have similar response rates and survival. CARBO-RT seemed to be better tolerated. And this is an option for older patients or those with significant renal impairment. And in looking at NCCN guidelines, options would be reducing CIS dose from 40 to 30. If CIS can't be chosen, going to CARBO, AUC2. If CARBO cannot be chosen, gemcitabine all for radiosensitizing. NCCN does not advise 5-FU because it has not been shown to be efficacious and not to use paclitaxel because it is very toxic. Next trial. Kim et al. This is a randomized trial looking at 5-FU and cis with RT versus weekly cysts with RT, with the addition in this trial of high dose rate brachy for women with locally advanced cervix cancer. Authors of this trial note there were five prior randomized trials that showed improved survival with CIS-RT, and this had become standard of care for locally advanced cervix cancer. But there had been no trials directly comparing 5-FU and CIS with CIS alone or establishing standard cis dosing. Authors also noted high dose rate was an emerging option, but 5-FU and cisplatin with RT and high dose rate hadn't been studied before. The goal of this trial was to study treatment compliance and toxicity, and also to look at survival and recurrence. Over 150 patients with 2B to 4A cervix cancer, negative periaortic nodes, treated with four-field RT. Group 1 had 5-FU cysts for three cycles once per month. Group 2 weekly cysts, 30 milligrams per meter squared every week for six weeks, all given with RT. Women were given intracavitary and parametrial boosts higher doses in stage three and beyond disease, lower doses in stage two disease. Primary results, two regimens had similar survival, showing that the weekly cysts at 30 milligrams per meter squared is efficacious. Adding 5-FU to cysts resulted in more acute complications poorer treatment compliance, and no clear improvement in treatment outcomes. PFS and OS were not different between the groups. Response rates were not different between the groups. 
Next study. Phase one of GEMSYS with RT included 1B2 to 4A negative nodes. Women received 45 gray RT in 28 days with brachy 30 to 40 gray. Cis at 40 and GEM was given in a dose escalation manner on days 1, 8, 15, 22, 29, and 36. GEM was given before the cis. This blocked nuclear excision repair that usually work after platinum creates adducts. There were significant dose-limiting toxicities, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, with dose escalation to dose level 2. Dose level 2 was gemcitabine 100 from 50. The authors suggest that the order may have been the reason for the toxicity. Duenas Gonzalez, JCO 2011, Phase 3 trial, GEM-CIS-RT, followed by more GEM-CIS versus CIS-RT in patients with 2B to 4A cervical cancer. Again, Phase 3, randomized, looking at 3-year PFS. 2B to 4A cervix, women could have positive periodic nodes. ARM1, CIS at 40, GEM 125, given every week for six weeks with RT. 50, 40 gray, 28 fractions, plus a 30 gray breaky boost. Followed by CIS 50, day one, and GEM 1000, day one and eight, every three weeks for two cycles. So to conceptualize, it was concurrent chemo RT followed by more chemo. A lot like the Outback trial, but just different agents. The second arm was cis weekly for six weeks with RT, same RT dose. Over 500 patients enrolled in two years. There was a statistical improvement in the cis gem RT followed by cis gem arm with regards to progression free survival and overall survival. Three year PFS 74% versus 65%. And overall survival hazard ratio is 0.68, significant. Arm A also had significantly more grade 3 and 4 toxicity, 72% versus 24% in the cis arm, and three deaths. There were significant more discontinuations in the cis gem arm due to adverse events and heme toxicities, particularly neutropenia. Authors conclude... Promising data, but more studies on the regimen need to be completed, largely due to the um, significant toxicity. GOG 71. Bulky 1B cervix cancer, randomized. Radiation to 80 gray, external beam and brachy, or radiation followed by hist asking the question does adjuvant hist improve outcome 
250 women enrolled, no difference in overall survival, no difference in adverse events, relapse at five years, lower in the HIST group, 27% versus 14%. Subgroup analysis. Women with four to six centimeter sized tumors may benefit the most from HIST. Conclusion. Adding extrafascial HIST did not improve survival in the randomized trial. Gynaco 2, a French phase 3 trial, 1B2 stage 2 cervix by Maurice in 2012, liked GOG71's results in that the relapse was improved, but there was no difference in overall survival questioned whether adding HIST to chemo-RT would make a difference, because in 71, it was just RT followed by HIST. So took a similar population, 1B2 to 2, chemo-RT, 45 gray plus a parametrial nodal boost with cis, followed by brachy, and eight weeks after completing chemo, received HIST versus no HIST. This study closed early, poorly accrued. Suspected because surgeons liked GOG71's subgroup results and weren't accruing because they were possibly all acting, all treating patients with HIST. Of the results they had, three-year event-free survival not significantly different between HIST and no HIST. Overall survival not significantly different between HIST and no HIST. Conclusion, results of the trial suggest completion HIST had no therapeutic impact in patients with complete response after chemo RT, but the trial was underpowered due to poor accrual. Key landmark paper recently published, red flag. Gupta, 2018 JCO. Neoadjuvant chemo followed by radical surgery versus Chemo-RT in patients with 1B2, 2A, and 2B squamous cervical cancer. 1B2 to 2B cervix cancers, randomized to carbo-AUC5, taxol-175 for three cycles, then RAD-HIST, then radiation or chemo-radiation, depending on if patients met intermediate risk or high risk criteria based on Sedlis and Peters, or arm B, which was chemo rads with cis, concurrent cis. So again, arm A, three cycles chemo, rad hist, and then adjuvant treatment based on risk factors. Arm B, chemo RT, all four, 1B2 to 2B cervix. 630 patients, no difference in five-year overall survival, 75%. And five-year disease-free survival worse with the neoadjuvant, 69% versus 77%, significant p-value. And the neoadjuvant-treated patients did have lower rate of rectal, bladder, and vaginal toxicity, but all the rectal and bladder differences were resolved at two years. There was 20% crossover in the neoadjuvant arm to definitive chemo-RT because of intra-op findings of unresectable disease. Some think that because the concurrent cyst dose 
ends up being around 200 milligrams per meter squared, that the other arm that had neoadjuvant chemo probably didn't have a significant improvement in effect. Plus, giving chemo first is definitely not the standard of care. The chemo RT would provide better disease control. So perhaps that um, finding of disease-free survival worse in the neoadjuvant arm, maybe because of a delay in a, a treatment that we know is efficacious. And finally, it's possible that cysts is more efficacious than carbo. As patients treated uh, with chemo in arm A were given carbotaxol followed by surgery, and the arm B patients received cysts with their radiation. Concluding, concomitant chemo rads using single agent weekly cysts has significantly increased disease free survival rates compared with neoadjuvant chemo followed by radical surgery in patients. 1B2 to 2B cervix. So a quick summary of what is the role of adjuvant hist. GOG71, RT versus RT hist. Adjuvant hist improves local control, no overall survival advantage. Gynaco2, chemo RT versus chemo RT and hist, no change in progression-free or overall survival with hist. GOG123, if you remember farther back, radiation, simple hist versus radiation, chemoradiation and simple hist. Chemoradiation improves progression-free and overall survival, and the study design included hist based on GOG71. Difficult to interpret the role of hist in this trial. Another trial we didn't cover, GOG141, neoadjuvant with vincristine and cisplatin, plus hist versus hist alone, no change in outcomes. And finally, Gupta, 2018, neoadjuvant with carbotaxol plus red hist, and any adjuvant therapy as appropriate compared with chemo RT. The neoadjuvant and hist group had the same overall survival and worse five-year disease-free survival. <laughs>